الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيد الأنبياء والمرسلين وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم ألهمنا مراشد أمورنا وأعذنا من شرور أنفسنا In the chapter of Kitabul Riqaq So the fasal that we are doing, the chapter we are speaking about now Is the chapter known as Babur Riyah The explanation we gave it in the last majlis That Riyah means that someone has to see Ru'ya So that person who is not happy Or is not content With Almighty Allah looking at him And he needs somebody else to see him That's the meaning of Riyah it's a very unique definition that, that my Allah looking at me is not enough. I do need another eye. Just that definition itself shows the khabasat, the evil nature of this riya. But because it's an inner thing, it's a feeling which is natural. Man has been created. Man has been created with the love of khair, hubbul khair. Khair is wealth. He loves wealth. No matter how many bayans that alim will give about money being bad, at the end of the month he is also waiting for money. Immediately after that bayan, if someone gives him an envelope, he will be happy if it's a hadiyah. He will be sad if it's not a hadiyah. He can be the greatest of the shuyukh. He also has an inner feeling when something comes. For which reason they say sahaba radiallahu anhum were the most open. There was no takalluf and there was no show. So Umar radiallahu when he saw wealth in front, he said it openly, Oh Allah, you put the love of this within us. But they also thought that when the thing comes, how to express, how to now show what we have to do. So that feeling, in the narrations that we will speak about now, Sahaba radiallahu had a lot of worry regarding this. Because on one side they heard those narrations. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man samma'an nas. It's a very small narration, but whoever, whichever sahabi would hear it, would make him like shiva. Whichever ummati will hear it. Man samma'an nas. Samma'allahu bihi asami'a khalqihi. Wa saghgarahu wa haqqarahu. It's a very small narration. Man samma'an nasa That person who makes an effort to make the people hear Samma'a is to make them hear And you push a little bit to make them hear He who makes an effort to make the people hear Samma'an nasa So his intention was people must know about me So Almighty Allah will fulfill his intention Allahu bihi asami'a khalqihi Almighty Allah will make the ears of the entire creation hear about him. But it won't be a good hearing. It is what is called, he will be made mashhoor on a day he will not want anyone to know about his secrets. His secrets will be made so open that you say, all the ears, those things that you never knew got ears, they will also hear about him. Now that man thinks, is it so important to be heard? That I'll be heard. But on that day I'll be wishing no one even knew me. 
Almighty Allah will make him small. Allah will disgrace him. Just this one sentence was more than enough. For a sahabi radiallahu to say, rather no one knows me, instead of everyone learning about me. Rather no one knows me. So they had this worry now. Because whenever you're going to do anything in the world, if it's deen or dunya, there is always going to be this. So Abu Zar radiallahu anh says that it was asked to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ara'ayta rajul ya'amalul amala min al-khayr. That man who has done something which is called khayr, an action of good. And we are in that place, the actions of good one is, Ibadat, which we call Salah, Dua. A lot of difficulty is going in the world and someone comes and gives open charity. In a place where there was barren area, you open a madrasa and now it starts flourishing. These are Al-Amal min Al-Khair, meaning so much of goodness is now spreading from it. So what will be natural? If a person does bad, people will criticize. If a person does good, in one narration, On account of that, no one knows man's inside. People see the outside. If you're doing something good, they are going to praise you. They are going to love you. Sahaba radiallahu had that same worry which we will also have. Because one, we got this. That if you want the people to hear, Allah will make everyone hear. But on that day, we will wish no one hears. We'll make everyone hear. So they had that worry now when people praise. So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi would pacify the person and he would say, Tilka ajilu bushra al-mu'min. Ajil is the opposite of ajil. That Allah will give you year, but it will not decrease what you're getting there. Ajil ya means that you're going to get cash, your credit is not going to be harmed one but. Lord, you're still going to get. On one side they were told, don't worry about it. Don't worry. The next narration, however, made it very clear. Law people say, so and so is praising me, so he took away my sawab. I don't want people to know. It will spoil my amal. The narrations will show people knowing about it or not knowing. People praising or not praising. People loving or not loving. Will never cause man to be called a murai, a man of riya, or will never stop it. The man himself, he is either a murai or he is not. A lot of times we worried about, no one must know about it. So someone said, example, we are living in a time now where people give bayans. So I was in one place and one person was asking this question that, you know, so many people are asking for my bayans, meaning he's saying, but now I don't know much, I send, send it out. Because won't that be riya? So that sentence itself was a sentence of Riyah. There was no need for him to say it in that manner. That so many people are asking. There was no need. Even if no one is asking, if your intention is Allah send it out and someone will hear it. That sentence that you asked itself had Riyah. So the outside don't affect it. It's you. How do you save yourself from it? So this narration is a very unique narration. From the time we entered Madrasa, the first thing we heard, or the first paper which we got, many a time in that first day when Hazrat Murana came to the class, then that paper supposed to be there, but it wasn't printed on that day. Then Murana asked, where's that paper? It's written there, intentions. 
So when we were in Ula, remember we were told to cut it out and stick it on the desk and every day look at intention. My intention is for Allah and then so many other intentions. But it never had its weight. Then every hadith kitab you will do it, إِنَّمَا الْأَعْمَالُ بِالنِّيَاتِ And the Ustad will start again, that same story. And all the ikhtilaf will come. But the beginning before all that ikhtilaf, they'll mention this one point, niya. Niya, they would say, comes from nawat. Nawat means the pat. Around that pat now, a date will be created. If that pat is put in a fertile place, you will be getting not one tree, you will be getting gardens. And if that same pat is put in the dustbin, then it's going to rot. It's not going to give anything else. This entire issue of riya got to do with niya. That what is my intention and your intention? The issue about whether people notice me or don't. A man can stand in front of Allah as a murai. Even if no one in the world took any recognition of any of his actions. But his intention was the world. No one noticed him. He went unnoticed. But every day his talab was to be noticed. The entire thing of Riya got to do with what is called the Sniya. The narration is a very unique narration. It like gathered the entire story. That why does a man have this Riya? I want to be noticed. He sees one person with a car, a nice car. So he feels that if I do something and people notice me, especially amongst the people of ilm, this will happen. A man is an alim, he doesn't earn so much that he can get certain things. But he has a desire that maybe if I do certain things, people will like me, maybe they will give me. So his intention is that the showing is for what? To be noticed. Noticed for what? Either for praise, because people like praise. Or either to get things which people have, because people like what people have. Mankanat, the narration starts. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, That person whose intention is Talab al Akhirah. And they write the explanation of Talab al Akhirah. They say, That that person, man kanat niyatuhu talab al-akhirah. Number one, ja'alallahu ghinahu fi qalbihi. Ja'alallahu ghinahu fi qalbihi. They explain it means, what we normally use the word qana'at, I'm satisfied. Almighty Allah will put satisfaction in his heart. Allah will put satisfaction. He will not need 10 cars to make him smile. He will be smiling without anything. And anything that now comes is called a cherry on the top. Because remember, all the things of this world is to get the smile. It is the fark between dunya and akhirah. They say that the akhirah, even a little is lot. And in the dunya, even lot is little. Nabi Wasallam took qasam on Allah and he said, one place of a stick of the akhirah. Is better than it all. All of this. Why? See, akhirat is fertile. Whatever is planted becomes more. The last man to enter Jannah, he only got that one step to stand on. But he got in. 
Once you enter Jannah, it just opens. Now you have to be asked, what do you want? Otherwise you're not a Jannah. They can't tell you it's closed. In Jannah, nothing is closed. All that he had to beg was, can I just get entry? Even though he promised, and I won't ask anything after. But after you enter Jannah, you have to be asked, what do you want? Now you'll be asked. Now it's only going to open. And as it gets bigger, it's not going to make your life harder. Your eye will become stronger. Your body will become bigger. Your strength will become more. According to the size of your Jannah, will your ability grow. The size will not make life tighter. It will not make it harder. Hey, how do I go to that edge now? But in this world, even Lord is little. A man is thinking about, I want one friend I went to visit. Someone is a Gave him a, a house. Hardly people give a house nowadays. But they gave him a house. And a very nice big house. And mashallah he used it for deen. But one sentence he told me. Is I never knew maintenance is so expensive. <laughs> I never knew maintenance. Because a big house needs maintenance. So at that time I thought of one waqiyah. Most likely Hazrat Tanwi rahimullah mentioned. A certain king. Pleased with a certain gesture. Gesture like this joker's. He stands on the side of the road. He had his bucket here under his neck. And he does all his funny tricks. And people come and they put something. So he did something in front of the king. So a king will show his appreciation. He's not going to put something small. He was very happy. So he said one of the royal elephants. Now an elephant in that time was like a limousine. Send that elephant to this man. This man was thrilled when he saw that elephant. But after a few days he doesn't know how to feed that elephant. That little that he got in his bucket, where he's going to get food for the royal elephant. So he told the elephant, you also put a bucket on your neck. <laughs> so as the king was going past, now the king asked, how you disgraced my elephant lad? He said, my rosy comes in this bucket, where my bucket will feed your elephant? <laughs> You're supposed to think that if you want to give me an elephant, give me the food with the elephant. But this world will never do that. This world, if it's big, it becomes small on you. That man got something big. But now if he got a big garden, he has to know I need gardeners now. I have to be on that edge and I have to be on this edge. Many a time a person says I'm expanding my property. The wording actually is I'm expanding my headache. <laughs> because if I was sleeping happy in a one area, now I will not be sleeping happy in any area. We have visited those places where people put things up. But the only person who benefited from it most likely is me. Because when I entered that place, I saw no one stays there. They had to clean the place before we came. Dust. Certain places, the only the maids stay in there. Then when we come in, they say, go for a holiday. That poor person, even a holiday, he can't get. So they build the thing for who? Not for themselves. This world, as it opens, it closes. Akhirat, even small, becomes bigger. This world, big, becomes smaller. And the time comes where as you get older, you can't even now walk from one bedroom to the other. Forget from one empire to the other. Now your leg is spinning. Now you just need to hold on to something. Now you're not going to go see. You entered ever the houses of old people. So they put up a very big house once upon a time. But as they get older, their eyesight becomes weaker. So they can't see dust. They can't see dirt. 
And they haven't got the strength to even go to the other rooms to close all those heavy, heavy curtains. So sometimes it just lies. The person who buys the house after them says they were jinnat in certain rooms. The reason who else was going to be there? This world as it gets bigger, it tells you, you will not manage me. As a man gets older, Sahaba radiallahu anh, taught a unique principle. Once you reach the age of 40, already start wrapping it up. Already start wrapping it. Our people start opening it. Start wrapping it now means make your life such that now your children must now live the life. And you must have enough that keeps you comfortable. I don't need any extra headaches. Now day by day my body will get weaker. So I'm going to get stronger. So instead of going more places, I need to go less places. Instead of having more responsibility, somebody else must take the responsibility. I did my work. Now I must get enough to keep me. But enough to keep me is a word which only comes from Allah. If that intention was akhirat, the first thing which the whole world is looking for is I am happy, I am satisfied, I am more than happy. Allah says, I'll put it in his heart. shamla Number two. Shamla means mutafarriq umur. Everything which is scattered, wajama'a, Allah will just make it all fall in place. Everything will start. When you will say the ulama of the past had so much of barakah in their life. Say, look at what work they did. Then someone asks, how did they manage so much? The answer will be that when Almighty Allah wants to gather, He gathers also. So he wrote one kitab on one topic. He never even knew someone will read it. Suddenly the whole world is reading. Everything was gathered. And if Allah wants to separate, you gathered everything, it's all gone. All gone. Lot of effort was made. Almighty Allah never wanted. But remember again, Ikhlas got nothing to do with the thing becoming known. One student, because normally, in the first year we make the students, in the kitab, Zadu Talibin. So the first 40 ahadith, we tell them, write it. Because of the fadail that comes that that person who will gather in my ummah 40. So you wrote your 40 ahadith so you're going to get that fadilat. So one student he said but no one's going to read my Isadu Talibin. At that time I said to him that the person who gathers he gathers for Allah. Even if not one single person will read what he gathered. But if he gathered it for Allah he will get that fadilat. And if you gathered it for Anas then it will just lie. Even if the whole world reads it, Almighty Allah will say, Taraktuhu wa shirka. But I won't read it. I won't read it. So Riyah is a very big thing. Right? And Ikhlas is a very unique thing. And it got nothing to do with the outside world. It just got to do with us. If your niyat is talabul akhirah, that satisfied I am, satisfaction, total satisfaction, may Allah put in my heart. And all my matters, he just started putting it in place. shamla. And the third, dunya wahiya He will find the world coming to him and it is disgraced. In a disgraced state it will come to him. That I needed to pull you to me, you pull me to you. I needed to pull you to me, that's this world. It's a pretty girl. When she walks in university, everyone looks at her. But one boy looks down. 
That one boy who looks down makes her irritated. Then she comes up to him. She says, am I not beautiful? Why are you not looking at me? So he says, I'm not allowed to look. He pulled her. Her eye, her body pulled every eye. But that person of deen, he looked down. He looked down. She had to come to him. While the world is disgraced, it will pitch up by you. And then the opposite. Allah Tibi says, look at how unique the opposite was. And the last part of the opposite was left out. It was left for the reader to understand what the ending is. He said, وَمَنْ كَانَتْ نِيَّتُهُ طَلَبَ dunya." That person who wanted to plant his seed in this world. This world doesn't grow, it's not fertile. It doesn't give, it only becomes rotten. It's like a bun. So the first day was Allah will put his satisfaction in his heart. Here it comes, جَعَلَ اللَّهُ الْفَقْرَ بَيْنَ عَيْنَيْهِ Allah will put poverty between his eyes. That poverty between his eyes can have a lot of meanings. But one meaning is, his eye will look at everything that everyone got. And he will always feel, I got nothing. His eyes will look at everything everyone got. And he will always feel, I got nothing. He will see no beauty in his wife. He will find everybody else's wife smart. But he can't do anything. Hazrat Hakim Sahib would say, all you can do is see, see. You can't take, you can't give. You just have to look and say, ha, not mine. That is poverty. You will have how much wealth you can have, but you will always feel, I got no wealth. You can have the most comfortable bed, but it won't make you happy. You'll be burning why he got a better bed. You can have the smartest car, you will not be happy. That is Al-Faqar Bayna Aynay. Your eyes are only looking where it's not supposed to be looking. You will never be happy. Al-Faqar Bayna Aynay. وَشَتَّتَ عَلَيْهِ amra, And Allah will make His matter divide. The matter dividing, we found it in so many families. It starts with the husband and wife starts quarreling. Either he got involved in an affair, she got involved. Something happened, the divorce starts, the separation starts. Sometimes they live together for 10, 15, 20 years. But she's in one room, he's in another room. She'll make food for the children and he's allowed to eat from their food. He's like a dog in that house. She'll say, prepare the food and she'll go away to one room. He'll come, he'll put the microwave on. He'll have his pizza and he'll put the dishes in there. He'll go in that direction, she'll go in that direction. The outside world will say, hey, what a lucky life she got. What a rich husband she got. She got no life. He got no life. They don't talk. They just live in their own life. It's already separated. The children see the mother and father are behaving like. When she needs to talk, she won't say. She say, tell your father. But she say so loudly, he can hear. If they tell your mother, so the children, you think they like this, they start hating their parents, so they start going further. And everything starts just breaking. This is shattata alayhi amra, a matter which was small. But when your intention is this world, this world, even Lot, just closes up. This world's nature is, just starts breaking. Shattata alayhi amra. You can try how hard you want to gather everything. That man, you think he'll do work of deen. He himself will be so confused. His matter is just separating, opening, opening. Every day he is looking at something else opened up. And the third part is, 
wala ya'tihi day it was wa attathu dunya wa hiya raghima the dunya will come to him and it will be disgraced ya allah's nabi sallallahu said wala ya'tihi illa ma kutibana but nothing will reach him except that which was muqaddar for him from the beginning but that last part was not mentioned allah matibi says you have to add that part day it was wa hiya raghima that the dunya being disgraced will come to him. Here it is, whatever is muqaddar for you will come to you. Wahua raghimun. But that man will be disgraced in the world. He will be disgraced. Exactly what he's supposed to get. Having an intention for this dunya wasn't going to give anything extra. It was only going to add the element of disgrace in it. Wahua raghim. And if the intention was the akhirah, what was muqaddar was going to come. But it was going to come with satisfaction. It was going to come with unique barakat. And it was going to come that you would be the honorable, dunya would be the disgraced. Everything had to do with this issue of what is our intention. That intention will make the fruits. Then if the world praise us, Abu Hurairah radiallahu then asked that question. He said, بَيْنَا أَنَّ فِي بَيْتِي فِي مُصَلَّايَا إِذْ دَخَلَ عَلَيَّ رَجُلٌ فَأَعْجَبَنِي And then I get happy. I am on my house, in my musalla. And that man comes on. And it pleases me. What pleases me? That he sees me in this halat in which I am. I get happy about it. So is that not riya? Allah's Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi said, رَحِمَكَ اللَّهِ يَا أَبَا هُرَيْرَةً why must it not give you extra? That your intention was not that. You were reading your salah. That man entered. When your intention was not that, you will get the dunya and the akhirah. He entered. Laka ajran. That same man entered. And he said, it pleases me also. The pleasing, that happy feeling makes no difference. He said, laka ajran. Ajru sir wa ajru alaniya. You'll get the reward of what you wanted to be hidden. Allah exposed it. You'll get the reward of that also. Sometimes the person says, Why you told the people about it? Ajrul alaniya. And if the man says, Why you told the people about it? But he's happy. He wanted it from the beginning, waiting every day. When will someone tell? <laughs> so even if no one tells after that, by Almighty Allah, if that's what you wanted, isn't it? It all got to do, What do I want? And niya is a thing which I am in control of. My heart I am not in control of. So even if my heart says a different story, I am not in control of my heart. But I can express to Allah with my tongue. So there's no one around me. I lift up my hand and I say, Oh Allah, I really want to do it for you. That's ikhlas. What was hard? If someone says there's riyad, you say there's no one around me. But you say, but your heart doesn't believe it. My heart is not in my control. My heart says law things. But this tongue is in my control. So why can't I express to Allah, I only want it for you. I can do that. That is man kanat niyatuhu. Last week when we started on last majlis, we started on this. There's a very high level of ikhlas. But that is for the high level of people. Sometimes trying to get that high level, man doesn't even move little high. We don't jump. So for us, there's a very low level. 
It's a branch which is easily accessible. That branch is what's within my means. Let me hit it. What's within my means is to say to Allah, I'm doing it for you. I intend with it you. That is not hard to say. That can be said every day. That was what was meant when we started Madrasa and they said, put your intentions on your desk. So you look at it and you say, oh Allah, I am studying for you. So at the beginning we would say, but I don't, I mean, there's no ikhlas really. I know why I came here. I want to be the Mulana Katani of the time. But nothing stops me saying, oh Allah, I'm saying it for you. I'm doing it for you. Nothing stops me. If I can do only so much, that is, man kanat niyatuhu talab al-akhirah. And then Almighty Allah will do everything after that. That inner feelings will come, praise might come, love might come of the people, the dunya might come, everything might come. But as long as my intention was akhirat, I will find everything will get bigger and bigger and make it easier and easier. If my intention is dunya, meaning if I can't use my tongue to express to Allah, I'm doing it for you, this world will wrap up over me. And everything will get spoiled. Allah make us all from the people of ikhlas. It is not a very far away branch. It's a near branch. Whatever is most important, Almighty Allah made it most easy. The kalima la ilaha illallah was most important. No nukta was even put in that kalima. That every tongue could read it. Ikhlas is the most important. Had Almighty Allah made it the most difficult, we would have said not fair. La yukallifullahu nafsan illa us'aha. A small child, grade one, must not try to reach what the matzik student is doing. But he has to do what he has to do. He is not told, hey, this thing is very hard. He is told very easy. He has to calculate one plus one equals to two and he passed. Me and you got a very small thing. That we have to say with our tongue, oh Allah, for you. There's nothing hard about it. That's our one plus one equals to two. Allah Tabarakala make us from the people of Ikhlas. Every day repeat to Almighty Allah, O oh Allah only for you, O oh Allah only for you.